Psalm number 33, Psalm number 33, I'm preaching tonight on the subject, I still believe in America. I want you to follow along as I read in three verses, Psalm number 33 and verse number 10. The Lord bringeth the counsel of the heathen to naught. He maketh the devices of the people of none effect. The counsel of the Lord standeth forever, the thoughts of his heart to all generations. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, and the people whom he hath chosen for his own inheritance. Heavenly Father, I bow in your presence. I bow before you, Lord, not because it is a requirement, not because it is a habit, but because, Lord, I hunger for the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit. Lord, we need to hear from you tonight. And I pray that you'd help me as I preach the message, that it would bring honor and glory to you, and it would help to bring our nation closer to you. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would bless this message as it's heard across our town, our state, and our nation. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I want to begin this evening by showing you a very simple outline of Psalm number 33. It is divided into four parts. First of all, in verses 1 through 3, we see the Lord and His praise. The Bible says in verse 1, Rejoice in the Lord, O ye righteous, for praise is comely for the upright. In verses 4 through 9, we see the Lord and His power. Notice the Bible says in verse number 4, For the word of the Lord is right, and all His works are done in truth. The Lord and His power. Verses 10 through 19, we see the Lord and His providence. In verses 10 through 13, the nations and their decisions. Verses 14 through 19, the nations and their destinations. And so this, the Lord and His providence, and then He closes in verses 20 through 22 with the Lord and His people. The Bible says in verse number 20, Our soul waiteth for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. In verse number 12, the Bible said, Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. It is very obvious that the Lord is a God that extends His promises to nations. He offers His protection to nations and desires to prosper the nation that will recognize him and praise him for who he is. Throughout the word of God, we find the love of a people for their nation. We also find the work of God's people to keep a nation in tune with God. We also find on every hand, Satan is always working to ruin a nation by leading them away from the God of the praise, the God of his power, the God and his providence, the God and his people. 
But as the Bible so plainly says, the counsel of the Lord standeth forever, the thoughts of his heart to all generations. This day in American history is a day and time of concern. It is a time of fear. It is a a time of being overwhelmed. It is a time of wonder for our nation. As we see the fires and destruction of protest in cities across America, when we see elected officials join in with those that call for the abolition of police or law and order, We hear instruction for small business owners to stay at home and shelter in place. And from the same people, we hear instruction that it is fine for protesters to assemble in opposition to law and order and see the destruction of a business that has not been permitted yet to open. After watching a day or two of the news, you get the thought that perhaps America is done for. You get the idea and the feeling that our nation will certainly be ruined and destroyed. I believe there are those who want us to give up on America. There are those that want us to just give in and let the work of evil prevail. But tonight I preach this message to encourage our hearts, I still believe in America. I want to tell you tonight why I love my nation. I want to tell you tonight what I believe in and why I believe in it and that America is a better nation than is being represented tonight. May I say, defeat always begins in the mind. If Satan can cause us to give up in our minds, then he knows he will cause us to give up in our actions. May I say, as you look back at the history of America, there's always been a group of rebels, rioters, and renegades in every generation. Since Korah in the days of Moses to Al Sharpton, Mayor Bowser, and Mayor de Blasio, and others in our day, I say there's always been a group of rebels, rioters, and renegades. I'm reminded in 3 John, in verse number 9, of Diotrephes, who loved to have the preeminence among the people and worked to cause division and contention in the church. However, it is vitally important that we not allow one person or one group of people or the, beha- or the bad behavior of some to paint for us the entire picture of humanity, thus causing us to give up on church, to give up on society, and give up on our nation. I want to say tonight, I will not allow one bad policeman to represent all law enforcement to me. I will not allow one bad uh, politician to represent all of government. I will not allow one bad teacher to represent all of education. I will not allow the media to be the voice of America. I will not allow the media to control my thinking with their opinion and propaganda. 
I will not allow one church to represent all of Christianity. I will not allow one bad preacher to represent all of God's men to me. I will not allow one or two or a few professional athletes to represent patriotism in America. When I think of patriotism, I don't think of those that take a knee during the Pledge of Allegiance. I think of that veteran who stands every time that the flag is presented, who takes his hat off when the flag comes marching down the street. I think of those young people that I see often in airports across America as they're wearing their military uniforms, going to and fro to serve the nation that they love. I think of those soldiers in dress parade uniform as I sat at the presidential inauguration just a few years ago and I heard the president declare we'll make America great again I saw those soldiers standing at attention with tears of joy and pride streaming down their faces I say again I'll not let one athlete that takes a knee during the pledge of allegiance to represent patriotism for me in America I'll not allow one bad banker to represent the entire economy. I will not allow the rioters and rebels and renegades to represent all of humanity to me. I refuse to look at America in the way that Satan wants me to look at it. He wants me to look at a nation and say there is no hope. He wants me to look at my nation and say that there is no help. With all of my heart, I believe tonight there is hope for America. I believe America is a better nation than it is being represented. And I believe with all of my heart, we can see a spiritual awakening in our nation again. As Elijah would not give up on Israel in the days of Ahab and Jezebel, I'll not give up on America tonight. As Paul would not give up on the Jew in their rejection of the gospel, I'll not give up on America. As Samuel would not give up on Israel in the days of Saul's sin, I'll not give up on America. And I ask you tonight to join me in loving our nation and praying for our nation and working to turn our nation back to God. There are four reasons tonight that I still believe in America. I believe in America because the foundation of our nation. I believe second of all, I believe in America because of the forefathers of our nation. I still believe in America tonight because of the faithful of our nation. I still believe in America tonight because, hey, there's still a few fighters left for the freedom and liberty of our nation. Yes, tonight, dear friend, while there are those that are working uh, to overturn law and order, while there are those that are uh, running in our streets tonight, uh, working uh, to turn over police cars and bring uh, confusion, I refuse to let them represent what my nation is. I still believe in America. First of all, I believe in the foundation of our nation. 
America was founded on the very principles of the book that I hold in my hand. I could take several hours tonight and take the Word of God and show you how that the Word of God influenced the documents, the founding documents, and the people of the founding of our nation. From the Mayflower Compact to the Declaration of Independence, from the Constitution to the Bill of Rights, America was founded on the truths of this King James Bible. History declares the truth of it as uh, of our foundation. Monuments note the victories of our foundation. Gravestones mark the heroes of our foundation. Our nation's towns and cities evidence the prosperity of our foundation. Churches preach the truth of our foundation. Our courtrooms enforce the justice of our foundation. The foundation of our nation is good. It is the Word of God. The foundation of our nation is right. It is the Word of God. It is the very principles of the Bible. The Word of God that the Bible was founded upon. I say tonight, the Bible is a foundation for a life. The Bible is a foundation for our home. It was God that designed and defined the home in the Word of God. We build a godly and a happy home on the principles of the Word of God. It was God that founded government, and our government was founded on the Word of God. You see, I hold in my hand, according to the book of James in chapter 1, the perfect law of liberty. The Bible does not keep us from liberty. It provides our liberty. And so this foundation is the foundation of the home. It is the foundation of the government. This Bible is the foundation of the local church. Jesus said upon this rock, I'll build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. I still believe in America because of America's foundation. Second of all, I still believe in America because of our forefathers. America was given life and hope because of the dedication of our forefathers. It was our forefathers who penned the words that we still memorize and recite, that we still stand on today. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. It was these men, the 56 signers of the Declaration of Independence, who said, We mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. They gave their lives. They gave their fortunes, not for self, but those 56 signers put their names and they put their lives on the line to preserve and to protect the freedom that they were given by God for the next generation. They did not live and die for self. They lived and they died that their posterity, their children, 
their grandchildren would know freedom in America. When I read of our forefathers and their hunger and desire for their children and other generations not to live in tyranny as they had seen in the old country, but live in freedom to worship not only this book, but the God of this book, It reminds me of the writing of John in those three epistles, 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John, just before Jude in Revelation, who wrote to the children, who wrote to the little children, who wrote to the fathers, who said, don't just live your life for yourself and for today. Live for the posterity. Uh, Live for your children and generations to come. Our forefathers were real heroes of faith. They were heroes of integrity. They were heroes of a sacred honor. They were people that we could point our children to as examples to follow. I want to say tonight, I still believe in America. I believe in America because its foundation, the Word of God. I believe in America because of its forefathers and those that gave their lives for the freedom we enjoy today. I still believe in America because of the faithful. I'm talking about those that go about their daily lives of living by principle. They do not live by anger and emotion. But they get up every day and they go to work. They live by character, honesty, fairness, respect, integrity. They believe in personal responsibility. I'm not going to let a few represent America for just beyond the few. There is still a nation that gets up every day and goes to work. There are those yet today working to build a home pleasing to God. There are those that are still active in their church working to win a generation to Christ. I'm thankful for the majority that get up and go to work every day not only to provide for their own families, but these who make America operate. I'm glad this morning, even in the face of opposition, even in the face of rioting rebels and renegades, that law enforcement of our land, they still answered the call of duty to their shift this morning. And if there was trouble in your town or my town, if there was trouble on your street or mine, it was law enforcement that was first to respond. You see, I look beyond those that kneel when it's time to stand and put your hand over your heart and pledge. Tonight I look beyond those that are destroying the property that belongs to another. I look beyond a media that lives to be critical and divisive. And I see a nation that in the morning comes sun up will be at work. I'm talking about the farmers and the barbers, the bankers and the truck drivers. I'm talking about the firemen and the policemen. I'm talking about the doctors, the salesmen, the carpenters and mechanics. I'm talking about the small business owners, 
the custodians, the realtors, the engineers. I'm talking about the architects, the iron and steel workers. I'm talking about the dentist and the computer programmers, the car makers, the secretaries, the teachers, the veterinarians, the cooks, the waiters and the waitresses. I'm talking about the homemakers that make their home for their husbands and for their children. I'm talking about child care workers. I'm talking about janitors and waste management workers. I'm talking about coaches and therapists and accountants and research and development workers. I'm talking about those that are scientists in the laboratories, the lawyer, the undertaker, the landscaper, the plumber, the soldier, the electrician, the health and medical personnel, the construction workers, the elected officials that do work hard for us. I'm saying just beyond of those that work to get our attention are those that ignore all of that and they go to work every day to make America operate, I still believe, in America. I say tonight, don't give all your attention to those that are willing to do anything just to have your attention. Give your attention to those that make America work every day. When you go to work tomorrow, most likely you will pass some type of a 911 vehicle on the road. You'll pass a police officer. Beside you will be someone and others that are going to work. All of us going to work to make America operate. I still believe in America because the majority are still doing what we're supposed to do. You see, there's still parents that are working to rear their children in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. There's still children that are obedient to their parents. There are teenagers that love and respect and honor their parents. There are young people that are growing up into decent, mature, educated, respectable adults. There are young men and young ladies that are learning to work. I still believe in America. I refuse to let the media tell me how I'm going to think about my nation. I know what makes America work. I know who goes to work every day. I know who works in the night hours. I know you go down to the emergency room at 11 o'clock tonight or 3 o'clock in the morning and the nurses and doctors and the ambulance driver and the security guards, they'll all be right there in their place. The reception, uh, the receptionist will be there. We're cared for. America's still working, I say tonight. I still believe in America. I believe in America because it's godly foundation. I believe in America because of the forefathers that paid a price for our nation to be what it is. I believe in America because of the faithful. And then tonight, I still believe in America because of those that are fighters. Those who are willing to fight for America and its freedom and what it represents every day. You see, every command post in America has a soldier ready to stand and fight for freedom. We have soldiers who serve us here and abroad. They serve on ships, in embassies, in foreign lands, in fields and deserts. Police officers and law enforcement of every branch and level from those that are helping to direct traffic to those that are working to solve the mystery of a homicide They're on the job and they're willing to go to work tomorrow. They're willing to fight for the freedom that America enjoys tonight. There's still some fighters left. 
I'm thankful tonight that we have prayer warriors that intercede for America every day and night. These folks who are prayer warriors are fighters. They engage in spiritual warfare of prayer every day as they intercede for right and righteousness, for truth and good and godliness. They pray for our elected officials. They pray for those who serve us. They pray for our nation. They pray for the protecting hand of God. They pray for God to hold back uh, the attacks of Satan and keep a hedge about us. Thank God tonight for the prayer warriors. The world doesn't see them. Ah, but heaven hears them. They appear to pose little threat. Their power and influence seems to be small. Ah, but when they fall on their face before God, filled with the Spirit of God, Satan trembles as they call on God in prayer. You see, I believe in America because there are still those of us that are willing to fight for what our nation stands for. I'm thankful for the church planters tonight. Most of them young couples and some uh, even older than young couples that are planting churches. They're renting a storefront and they're working not only to preach the gospel, they're knocking on doors and working to win men to Christ, to lift up the name of Christ, to preach the gospel of Christ. And across this nation there are young men and their wives that are planting churches to spread the gospel seed, the hope for America. We still have preachers across this land that are fighters for truth and right. They've not given in to the money of the liberal elite. They still preach the truth of the Bible. They have not sold out the power of their sermons for prosperity, position, and prestige. They proclaim the blessed word of God in the country and in the towns, in the inner cities, and even in foreign lands. They have not, these men of God, taken jobs as did Obadiah with Ahab to look for grass for Ahab's animals. Oh no, they are like Elijah that pray alone in their fields asking for the rain of heaven to fall where they are. Thank God for the men of God that are still fighting for truth and for right. They preach the Bible. They preach Christ crucified. They preach Him buried, risen, and coming again. They preach truth and righteousness. They preach against sin and call it by name. Thank God for the fighters that we have in the pulpits. Thank God for the evangelists that blaze a trail across this nation week after week, Sunday after Sunday, night after night, working not only to encourage a pastor, but to stir a church to get back on fire to serve God. Thank God for evangelists that haven't sold out. Thank God for evangelists that are still fundamental in their stand, fundamental in their preaching, and still preaching the straightforward truth of the Word of God. Oh yes, I still believe in America. I believed in America when Ronald Reagan was the president. I believed in America when Barack Obama was the president. I believe in America tonight with Donald J. Trump as the president. I believe in America. You know why? Because of the foundation of our nation. This is it. The forefathers of our nation 
who penned so eloquently those documents that have guided and guarded our nation. I still believe in America because of the faithful, those that still go to work every day and fulfill their responsibility. I still believe in America because of those that are willing to stand and fight for what is right. You see, I believe another generation of children can be taught the Word of God and can be reared to love God and to respect their fellow human being. I believe that we can see a generation of people come to recognize their sin and need for a Savior. I believe in the power of the gospel that can change men and women into God-fearing, Christ-honoring people. Tonight, I won't let the media tell me what to think about America. You see, just beyond those that are working to get all my attention, there's still folks on their knees. There's still folks preaching. There's still folks of integrity and character and honesty. There's still the faithful and there's still the fighting. And I believe tonight we're in the majority, whether we are or not. If you're on the side of righteousness, you're on the winning side. I want to say tonight, I'll not be discouraged, nor will I be defeated by the rebels, rioters, and the renegades. I will still believe in America, what it stands for, and what it stands upon. Tonight, I'd like to ask you to join me in praying for our nation as my wife <clears throat> comes to the piano to play a verse of invitation song. I'd like to ask you to join me to pray for the leaders of our nation, the leaders of our state, those that believe the book, those that believe in honesty, integrity, and decency, those that believe if God said it, that's what's right. I want us to pray for our nation. Go ahead, if you will. Would you pray for those to have strength? Pray for them to stand for what's right. They're not perfect people. If all you ever do is look for the faults and failures and weaknesses of men, you'll find it and you can report it. But tonight, if you look at the desire of those in our nation to do what's right to do, they're doctors. They want to do what's right. There are lawyers. They want to do what's right. There are judges. They want to do what's right. They're elected officials. They desire to lead our nation in the right way, in the ways of God. There are preachers tonight that are still preaching the truth. There are singers tonight that are still singing for the glory of God. Oh, listen. There's a righteous remnant tonight that's where our hope is. Our hope is in the God that beholds the upright, the God that loves righteousness. No, sir, I'll not give up on America. No, ma'am, I'll not throw in the towel and say it's too late. Not until the trumpet sounds or until God takes me home to glory. I still believe in America.
The airplanes will still fly tomorrow. Pilots, the stewardess, they'll still report. Air traffic controllers still be in their places. Ah, you see, America still runs. They would have us to think there's no hope, but there is. Ah, but there is. Thank you to those who serve our country. Thank you, soldier. Thank you, veteran. Thank you, prayer warrior. Thank you, farmer. Thank you, worker. Thank you, servant. Thank you, cook and chef, electrician, carpenter, plumber. Thank you. Thank you, painter. Thank you. Let's tonight decide we're just going to keep America going. We're going to turn everybody we can to the God of our nation. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord.